Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is July 30th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing uh, well. We're actually doing a July 30th recording, which is weird, you know. Well, it's Friday morning. Uh, at, I'm at the beach. You're safe at home. You were traveling. I saw you in Michigan yesterday. Um, yeah, and w- with the time change, like this golf doesn't end until like 2, 3 in the morning. And we figured Your time. we just get... My time, that's true. We figured we would just get to the 36-hole mark. Our updates, our 18-hole updates are even more relevant, have even more punch now that we're... So we figured we'd wait, do it Friday morning, get it up Friday, as opposed to just talking in the middle of the second round on uh, Thursday night. Um, I've just come back from the beach. I I think I've I've carried nine beach chairs at one time. That might be the peak of my day, feeling great about myself, about how many, you know... It's like an Olympic sport for me. How many can I carry down at one time? Uh, you are you. You got a little bit of punch. A little bit. Of, are you tired? You worse for the wear or anything? You you good? No, I I was uh you know I was with our our friends over at No Laying Up uh, yesterday in in Grand Rapids, beautiful Grand Rapids, and uh, played played some golf and uh, you know always good catching up with those guys and uh, drove back Absolutely. late last night and okay. now I'm uh, now I'm here. I'm just getting. Are there actual rapids? Resettled in. This is a question that we had actually. I was I was discussing this with uh, with Big Randy. Oh, I don't want to step on their their content coming if that's the <laughs> focus of it. But it, like, <laughs> well, are there rapids out there? It was legitimate. Are they grand? No, this was a this was a question I asked Neil and Randy. I said, "Would you rather live in big or grand rapids? Because there's a big rapids." Okay. And they said Where grand. Big rapids is, is that- a little bit further north. In Michigan, though. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But where would you rather live, big or grand, Rafis? I think grand. I think grand is is a little more versatile than just big. Big's a little too blasé for me. I, I kind of like how how blunt it is. Big. <laughs> but I don't know. I, you know, I actually don't know if there are rapids. That that was that was none, none of us knew if there were rapids. Oh, okay. Could be a misnomer. Could be. You yeah, could walk. Uh, missed opportunity. Nobody walked around downtown asking random people where are the rapids. Not yet, anyways. Maybe that'll be in their next season of tourist sauce. You'll have to tune in. Um, all right, Olympic golf. We're at the thirty-six hole mark. Uh, it looked like the <laughs> the septic tank was on a heater, or we're not fully at the thirty-six hole mark. We got. More weather, you know, there's three or four groups that have like three or four holes to finish on Saturday, it would be, in Tokyo. But uh, the X-Man, Xander, goes low, perfectly set up. Shoots 63. You know, the limited the field boy tank, is back. The septic tank uh, over, over full, uh, float. 
there was maybe a pinhole in the septic tank. Not 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 a massive leak, but you know, this started a little bit of a leak. The sixty three was nowhere to be found for the septic tank on the second round. Um, but the X Man did post a sixty three. Here he is, loves his limited fields. You know, he just feasts on the WGCs, the Shadow Leaderboard, Courier Cup events. Um, he's set up for maybe a gold medal. Who knows? But uh, he he posts a sixty three in the wee hours of the night. Leads. Carlos Ortiz by a shot. Mito Pereira, Alex Noren, and the septic tank. Oh, as well as Hideki, who has two holes left to play. Uh, Hideki's shooting for a eh, couple holes to go. Could be his own 63. Um, Let me ask you a question. Does this event need Xander, Hideki, or Rory really to win? Not Sabatini, McElroy. We'll get to low Rory. Game within the game. <laughs> Low Rory is electric right now. Um, I don't think it needs it. It is what it is. You know, I, I mean, it's 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 not. It's still like an experiment. Stenson, I, I, Ro- Stenson Rose going one two in the first year was like a grand slam. Yeah, but for like who? For that, Rose that still Stenson. doesn't resonate well, outside saying, of golf. I'm just saying, it's like two two like yeah. elite. It was two elite players. You know, in a showdown. You know, at the time. Yeah. yeah. Before anybody gets yeah. to my, like at, in 2016, Stenson and Rose were just two won. of the best, yeah, two of the best yeah. players in the world. So, um, you well, know, you I, know that's how- kind of what I, I think about a little bit with this is like, obviously the field took some big hits late and isn't, you know, what it could be, but like, it would be really nice for the future of golf in the Olympics to have a big a, winner. Yeah, I, I mean, but I'm talking about world sport. Like, Xander isn't a name yet. I, I know it, it would be a good story for us. Like, golf nuts, obviously it's great. Um, Hideki and Rory would probably be the top two, I would I would imagine, internationally, globally. Um, but here's what we talk about with, like, the Masters, right? Like, it's, like, kind of hard to get a bad leaderboard at the Masters, right? There's just – it's a small field. You got half of it wiped out because, you know, they're old-timers or amateurs, things like that. This is, like I, – I you'd think half of it would be wiped out because they're sort of guys in the 1500s of world rankings and then via, you know, international status. So, you know, the whoever, the Gun Charonical and the Christian Johansson types um, – but like it's a mixed bag right now. It's not. It's not that mass. Uh, I wouldn't say it's like elite. You got Xander. I guess has made a late charge. McElroy got his act together somewhat. Uh, somewhat still hitting loose wedges, bat- blasting put. You know putts. He he saved one. He almost had the worst par ever on that drivable par four. Um, but he, he hit like a 15, 20 footer for birdie coming back. Uh, but. It's just it's 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 a mixed bag. I know Porter was was tweeting about like the average world ranking is like hundred fifty something among the top ten, uh, and again, there's just not a lot of elite players, I guess, to maybe get up there. Maybe that's part of the problem too. Whereas the Masters, you have you know at least the top twenty five in the world are definitely in the field. Uh, but I'm just surprised that by, really by the my mixed count, bag. there's three former number ones in the top eleven. What former number one FedEx Cup or what are we talking about here? FedEx World number Cup, one? San- Xander, <laughs> Rory, God. and uh, and Bassey Munoz. 
Roy McElroy. We need to be clear here. Not the BFB. <laughs> who is knocking on the door? This is a real thing. It's 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 the the chase is on. It's a, it's it might be happening. We'll see. Um, if the FedEx so, Cup was around in two thousand five, two thousand four. Sabo would have been would be a former number one. Oh yeah, he, he was cleaning up two decades ago for sure. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> two nationalities and two decades ago, he would have been a number one. Um, all right. <laughs> so, anyways, it, it, I, I just uh, Kyle Robbins, friend of the program, former colleague of mine, making jokes like this is the Czech Masters leaderboard. You know, this is what you wake up. It's the magical Kenya Open. This. But I, I just get got a little more juice in the second round. The first round was the, the, with the septic tank and, and Jazzy J. It was a, a interesting, interesting collection. So. Hey, uh, with with Rory McIlroy, not to be yeah. confused. Say he yeah. goes on to win this week. Can we say that the that him wearing a hat is affecting his play? Last time we saw him not wear a hat was what twenty sixteen Ryder Cup. Yeah, he was, he was good. Great in that. He wasn't great. He was good. He was I mean, Patrick Reed still beat him. Um, this is like the amount of attention that Rory's hat gets is unbelievable to me. I get yeah, somebody I get was like texting thousand... me. Like I have friends texting me. Like, why is anyone wearing a hat? Like, I you know, I got a thousand word email from an Irish uh, Irish listener. Like uh, just spouting all these conspiracy theories about his hat. People are so worked up about the hat, whether it's, you know, the branding or he doesn't care for, you know, Ireland or he doesn't care for, you know, they say, well, the counter theory that this this emailer got was he's self-sabotaging himself because he's not managing the heat. Like you play better in a hat. You, you're actually hurting yourself with the heat, and the we saw the septic tank and the full-on bath towel around his neck on on Thursday, Friday, the Thursday first round. It's like eighty-seven feels like ninety-seven. Humidity sounds intense over there right now, but um, I don't know. There, there's the contra, contra theory that the hat is actually hurting his play because he's he's not you know managing the heat better. So um, I, I just well, can't. See how that, I, that's I, something I, to watch. That's something to watch this week. Well, let's see how that plays out. That's yeah, that's a storyline right. to watch for the Olympics. More hat content. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anything else from the Olympics that you want to talk about? The, the BFB, look, he's talking about the Slovakian shooter, the skeet shooter, and how he's inspired <laughs> to Steve Sands at three in the morning or whatever it was midnight i I saw that i just stayed up for that and then i turned in at the beach i gotta say um it's so absurd this whole thing that it's actually like he's in the mix it's just absolutely ridiculous i think it's actually kind of like a a farce to the whole olympics that this guy is playing under the Slovakian flag. I love that they're interviewing him about like being, you know, Slovakia, and he's got this thick South African accent. Like it's just, it's just a, a whole. The whole situation is absolutely incredible. He decided that he wanted to be a Slovakian citizen at age forty-four or whatever. He just becomes one and is overnight playing on like. It's just, my wife's like, why doesn't he play for the South African team? And I'm like, well, he's not good enough. And she started laughing. She's like, oh, so he just went to Slovakia? I'm like, yeah, basically. 
<laughs> he cares though. At least you got someone who cares to play for these medals. It's an honor. You know, it really matters to him. It's 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 ridiculous. He's leaned into it. He's got it on his hat, shoes, ball, even when he's not playing the Olympics for Team Slova. Anyways, it's sixty seven. Is he the best is T-11. he best case scenario winning? <laughs> I mean, the best case scenario are the Koreans, right? I mean, it's hard to like. That's real world consequences. Siwoo is t twenty five, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's not. It's not looking great. But I guess the one thing we've seen is the course does seem ripe for low sixties rounds. Yeah, <laughs> that's a word I guess they use when talking about course conditions. I'm told, but it, it's dartboard. It's dartboard, which is somewhat regrettable, but hey, they got a lot of rain. You can't control Mother Nature. The, the balls are just, there's ball marks all over these greens as soon as they land. These guys are hitting like three woods into par fours, and the ball is just stopping on a dime. Um, and hey, it, it just is what it is. So low 60s rounds do seem you know, possible out there. Even on the weekend, we may see even more movement. So anything else on the Olympics? You, look. There's BFB merchandise out there if you want it. If you want to celebrate this absurdity, we have some shirts left. I think the crew neck sweatshirts, a lot of dads out there looking forward to leaf raking season in their <laughs> Bratislava athletic department crew neck. <laughs> Patrolling the sidelines, this fall soccer or whatever it may be in your, you know, your Bratislava <laughs> sweatshirt. But there's some left, I believe, and some t-shirts left too if you want those in the friday what's the what's the national sport for slovakia like what are they best at that's a good question that's a good question you know it's slovak authorities you put me on the spot here i don't even know you see we're on the wikipedia page people keep sending us this to us yeah not to uh, this is uh, we don't want attention please take it down but there's some we, we are cited as a source with a reference and a, and a citation as why his nickname is the shotgun star podcast calls him the boy from Bratislava on Rory Sabatini's Wikipedia page so anyways uh that's that's the Olympics that's your Olympics recap with 36 holes to play uh, what's your ideal winner what's your best case scenario Hideki probably right Hideki would be sweet oh yeah without a doubt Hideki winning I mean what, what a year it would be if he capped that off right yeah, I think that would be no awesome. No matter what happened, like, the rest of his career, it's like that year, this year would be, you know, like, I'm not, it's not, when Trevino won, you know, the U.S. Open and uh, the Open, you know, he won the Sportsman of the Year, it's not, like, on that level. Yeah. But it's, like, I think, like, in terms of, like, it's a very high achieve. like, in terms of, like, a season for the last decade, a Japanese player winning the first major championship in Japanese golf history and the Olympic gold in his home country would have to rank like very, very high, right? Yeah. 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 It would be a massive, massive achievement, massive year. They keep getting asked this question, like, is this bigger bigger than a major or better than a major? What would you like more? And they're like, I don't know. It's just different. None of them have an answer for it. They're like, well, the Brits were like, which major? <laughs> they like looked at each other, Fleetwood and Casey. So, that, so there, it's just a different kind of achievement, and, and it's a different little box. Where, what do you Maybe think? Like what do you think uh, they were uh, they were insinuating with the, this major? Wh- what do you mean, the Brits? Which yeah. major? What? what which one do you think pop? they wanted to dunk on? <laughs> 
I think the, probably the PGA, maybe the U.S. Open. I would imagine the, the Masters and the Open Championship are uh, held in high regard for the British. Um, all right. So that's your Olympics. Hey, we were talking. You, I, do you think three-on-three three basketball should be in the Olympics? And what would be the no. golf analog for this? Here's, here's the thing about three-on-three three basketball. Is that if if the best basketball players in the world played three on three basketball, they would beat these three on three teams. So what are we doing? It's the same sport, and the best players are still the same players, and they're playing five on five basketball. Why is this, why does the three on three basketball exist? It's enjoyable to watch, but like it's just it doesn't make any sense. Well, you could say the same for like different swimming strokes, right? Or different. No, I don't know. Skiing events. Those are no, different, different forms. But that's the okay. thing. If you're the best butterfly and the best freestyle, you swim both races. LeBron's not that's lacing true. it up. Kevin Durant better comp for this Olympics. Kevin Durant's not just like playing a five on five game and then lacing <laughs> yeah, him up true. for the three on three competition. Like, yeah. are, are you telling me that any of these teams would beat like Kevin Durant? That's true. You know, well, Kyrie Irving my, and, and James Harden, if they played as the three-on-three team. Part of my naivete, but who even is on... I've watched it. I've seen it on my screen. I think the women's three-on-three has popped up. I've watched a little bit of it. But I've not, who even are the American players? Are they like these G League stars? Are they like washed-out guys? Is is it I don't you know. know hey, do Darius you remember Miles the big three? Yeah. The big three? Yeah. 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 I do remember that. All right, Robbie Hummel, former Purdue. Uh, oh my Purdue god! Gray. Does he, isn't he in broadcasting? I think he's like a yeah, he could Big Ten Network. Like, yeah, like the yeah. Okay, he's an Olympian. Yeah, I think he's a studio guy. Yeah, he's an Olympian. Oh my god, <laughs> Dominique Jones, five nine, thirty three year old who went, played at Fort Hayes State University. Joey King no. from University of Minnesota. And Kareem Maddox from Princeton. Like, how did these guys? <laughs> that is, I mean, hey, that's kind of almost, uh, that's more farcical than BFB being an Olympian. That's just as absurd, right? I mean, these guys are not nearly like, uh, whatever, whatever. The Olympics are its own. I'm telling you, curious maybe bag. if you're, if you're a good, great, you know, but not quite good enough, uh, national basketball team you should send your best players for the three on three so you could win a gold good point pick off a medal yeah like a like a greece or a or i don't know argentina some of those teams are good though in actual five on five i don't know that's a good strategy so here here's my comp here's my comp ready for golf yeah what would it be long drive it'd be like if we no if we played a, a par three competition like it was a par three tournament, a par three course, but none of the top, none of the top four hundred players in the world were allowed to play, and it was all like mini tour guys, and like oh. so the best wedge players and iron players in the world weren't allowed to play. Sonny Abacoa, get him in there. Yeah, like, you could have a Sonny Abacoa getting gold medalist. You could have. Monday Q could be the selection committee. Uh, you know, he could he could pick the guys, but none of, none of the none of the top four hundred players in the world were were eligible. That's a good one. 
I like that. Anybody, anybody eligible for the Olympics? Not eligible for the Par Three tournament. I like that. Well, and you just get pop. a poo-poo platter of, of players. <laughs> be like, be like the Colorado Open Field. Could be really fun to watch. I'd like to watch a Par Three. I'd, I'd prefer to watch, you know tiger and justin thomas those types but anyways yeah that, that would, i like the idea of a par three competition that'd be good good analog all right that's your olympics debrief let's do an ad read for uh, our friends at zero restriction they are celebrating their 30th anniversary this is not johnny come lately stuff this is not some Johnny come lately. They didn't switch nationalities last night. They've been doing this waterproofing, moisture management. Now they've got lifestyle stuff for uh, men and women, but the women's stuff is, is sharp. I know your wife, my wife, they, they dabble with that. Um, but they've been doing it for 30 years, 30-year anniversary. I know a lot of big brands, you know, big ath- athletic wear companies jumped into this late. Make it, these guys have been doing it forever. This is their OG mission they're not johnny come lately zero restriction uh they've been pioneering performance golf apparel for men and women they remain the pinnacle of waterproofing and moisture management in the sport today despite all these these absolute you know behemoths trying to elbow their way in um you know that's what's interesting for the golf the the term pinnacle you know for the golf fan i we one of the places i played golf at yesterday had a, a just a you know, the range balls were terrific because it was just all random golf balls. Yeah, I love and I was that. Hitting some, I, love that. I was hitting some pin- pinnacles in there, you know. There's some baladas in there. It was it was wonderful. But then you think about hey, pinnacle. It's not a good connotation in golf. That is. They should send a sleeve of pinnacles with every purchase. Every, uh, if they want to really lean into being the pinnacle. Yeah. Zero, zero restriction. Send a sleeve of pinnacles with every purchase over $100 or something like that. If they, lean into that pinnacle. Um, they, they are the hey. official outerwear provider of the Solheim Cup team as well. So that, Listen. You know, USA. Nobody wants, to, nobody wants to hear this, but falls kind of around the corner. It sucks. It's sad. What? I feel like I Why? haven't had a summer. It's the best season. What do you mean, fall? Yeah, what but, are, what but it's about? Best, that means winter, real winter's coming, you know? But this oh is my, my point. My point is you probably need a new little outerwear thing. They got zip-ups. They got quarter zips. <laughs> they got all kinds of things. Vests. Vests. Vests, jackets. I guess the champ hoodie. The champ hoodie is the one that says it's really hot. Very, very popular. It's a mix between a windbreaker and a hooded sweatshirt, which, you know, I guess you're allowed to wear hoodies on the course now. I'm told there's a big debate about that. You know, if you, can you wear a hoodie? The champ hoodie is a big one. So, follows around those, the course. All those oppositionists that, you know, far and wide that were so vocal. <laughs> the straw men, the field of straw men. Um, USA 25 is promo code. You get 25% off everything, everything at zerorestriction.com. There's no, you know, I don't want to call out another store, but I go to some of these big box stores and it's like, here's $10 off, 25% off. And it applies to like two things and you get to the register and you're like, oh, that's ineligible. That's ineligible. That's ineligible. This is 25% off everything at zerorestriction.com. Use USA 25. Thanks to them for their support. All right, let's continue on. Oh, we got my 18-month-old coming out on the porch to join the uh, recording. Um, the U.S. Senior Women's Open. Dana Ebster 
and Annika Sorenstam are your early leaders. This also did not finish because just torrential rain at Brooklawn, which looks like a just crispy course. Not crispy in conditioning with all the water. I hear hear it's great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tillinghast, I believe, up in Connecticut. The course looks really cool. Uh, But Annika and Dana Ebster are your early leaders after the course got soaked late. Um, Annika would probably be an ideal winner for, for publicity of this event, you know, giving it some real juice in year three. Um, but I, I kind of have a problem with her playing the celebrity events and then playing real events. She was just a celebrity in Tahoe. She played an LPGA event as a celebrity at the Diamond Resorts, then played as a pro at her backyard Gamebridge event at Lake Nona. I just kind of have, like, you see, hear the seagulls in the background? Um, yeah. I just kind of have. the seagulls. A gaggle or is it a flock? Um, <laughs> I kind of have an issue with it. I think, like, once you turn celebrity, you shouldn't be able to turn pro back back to playing pro events again. Like, you're either, like, reinstate a damn, am or pro. I don't think you can go to Tahoe and try to beat up on Mark Mulder and Marty Fish and the like and, and you know, Larry the and Cable Guy. Uh, yeah. I get that this is an open, but what was her what was her exemption? Is it, like, is she playing pro events or is she a celebrity? You know, uh, the Gamebridge thing, then playing in the Diamond Resorts against, like, the Cordas, she's, like, the greatest of all time, but she's playing on the on the celebrity side. I think she's got to make up her mind. I don't think it's right. I think it's. It, I think she should be ineligible if she's the, now a celebrity to a golfer. She can do that. Or, you know, or she could still play the, the, the senior tour or the, the uh, play on the LPGA. I, I don't know. I, I don't like her putting feet here's in both, my, both Here's pots. my counter. You're putting too much stock in the celebrity uh, celebrity matches. I don't think uh, she can't beat up on those guys. Who cares? Beat up on that circuit. <laughs> Who cares? She doesn't even win. That's true. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, all right. Anyways, that would be a a massive boost for this event if Annika does win. Anything else, Joanne Carner? I think beat her age by three. Shooting her age. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Uh, Big mama. Big mama. She shot her age right on the number, I think. Uh, All right. Yeah. I think she made a mess of the last hole to shoot her age. Okay. That will be on TV Saturday and Sunday. So keep an eye out for that after, I don't know, no TV, I think, the first two rounds. Uh, Elsewhere, what do we have on the European tour? Daniel Hillier. Hillier who I've mistakenly called an Australian in a previous podcast, absolutely a New Zealander. He's your early leader in uh, the modest golf management, ISPS hand a world invitational. I guess modest it's golf modest. management is a is like a Niall Hor- Horan thing. The the what's the what's the group? Not Backstreet, One Direction. Niall One Direction. Whatever he's from. Um he loves golf. I almost Have loves you heard golf? Yeah. I walked with him at the Ryder Cup at uh, Hazeltine. He's a he's a short little guy, if I have to say so. Um, but anyways, Daniel Hillier, New Zealander, a Kiwi. He leads. He's he's one up on Jordan Smith and a host of others on the LPGA side and the let side. Emma Talley is your leader. She leads Chella Choi, Jennifer Cupshow by three. Cupshow is 
fighting for a um, Solheim Cup spot. She'll probably get a she's, pick. She's I like a think. top ten player in the world. She hasn't gotten a win yet. I think it'd be big to get a win. You know. Yeah, yeah. So there's three events that's, left that's for Solheim some, Cup. A, that's some expert analysis right there. <laughs> really, <laughs> would be really great if she got a win. Thanks. I mean, hey, you could get a studio show uh, by saying even less controversial things. There's some. <laughs> Some of these pregame, postgame, whether it's whatever, baseball, basketball, golf, even, I don't know. It's just like they need to stop them on defense, and then you're you're done. Um, all right. What else? Around the, you, you want to talk about the Western Am? Where are we on the Western Am? Yeah. Thorpe Jorn, Thorpe Jornson is kicking ass, or was. Thor, uh, where, where Thorpe are we Bjorn, right? Thorpe Jornson, son, was the medalist. <laughs> yeah. He's not a heater. He won the Mass Am. He was dominant. Crushed. It, yep. it killed everybody. Then he shot, you know, he, he set a new course record at Glenview. He shot 62, I, I think Did 62. I, um, I swear and I he saw said something it was crazy. just like, kind of like ordinary. I, I thought I saw something like he was medalist with like eight bogeys or something like that. Or mm-hmm. like a bu- he had like a bunch of bogeys in a tuffle and he was the medalist. So, must yeah, be he made just a, a shitload of birdies. I mean, it's, yeah. a, it's a wedge fest out there, it's not like a long golf course. <laughs> Um, but like they've been, it, it's in prim primo shape. All all accounts I've heard, it's like incredible. Um, okay. and uh, and then they're putting the pins in really tough situation. I think like I'm guessing for match play, they'll have them in a little bit more normal spots now that like scores aren't being posted on the on the on the board. Um, protect the course's <laughs> honor a little bit. But uh, you've got it great. I mean, great 16 players, as you'd expect when you put the best amateurs in the world in a field and you play 72 holes, the top 16 is pretty stout. So, you know, That's you got Thor Bjornsson, um, Ricky Castillo, uh, Joe Highsmith, the bucket hat boy. Oh, bucket boy. <laughs> is his coach there yeah. walking with them for prolonging the matches by an extra hour and a half pro- or no? Probably okay. caddying for him. Um, Pearson Cootie uh, from Texas, Carl Phillips from... Uh, Australian uh, who plays at Stanford with yeah. Thor Bjornsson, and then uh, Trent Phillips, a Clemson guy. Uh, lots of lots of great players. Wow, so, that's a lot of uh, firepower <laughs> on that that bracket. Are you going to go up there? Well, we got maybe. Uh, no, no, I, I can't. I, I'm too too busy. This, uh, but <laughs> I got uh, Little Will Knights is up there. It's on a on a big adventure. <laughs> Does he have an adult with them? Does he get free admission? Or what? what's the deal? Okay. Let's not. Let's not. We don't need to get it off. Some shots at well here at the end. Um, also, very notable, the great fanfare on Twitter, Pennsylvania amateur John Peters wins with a hole-out eagle on the 18th at Marion. 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 This I saw outside the cut had like a really cool photo of him jumping for joy. It was not a walk off. I, I Chris Roselle clarified that there was a somebody had a six foot birdie putt I think to force extra holes, but he did come from one down to win by one with a whole hole out eagle incoming Duke freshman. So uh, John Peters, congrats! That looked, I mean, that's a pretty cool thing to have happen at a pretty cool place. Uh, you know, win a state am with a hole out eagle. So, would that be more? Would that qualify as more relevant than it yeah. is? 
That's what I'm saying. That's more impressive. You bur- you hole out eagle on the 18th hole at Marion. It's like a million times more impressive than a hole one anywhere. That means you hit a good drive yeah. too, probably like a decent drive. That's a go- that hole is impossible. Yeah, that's not that's not that's not a yeah easy little flip wedge probably. So, um, that's great. Yeah, long-time listener Chip Hunter messaged recently. Said he had a hole-in-one and a hole-out eagle on back-to-back holes recently. At, I assume, I think Old Town Club or something. And he was like, I didn't know which one felt better, but it was like the pinnacle. So he used another, the term again, pinnacle of my golf career. So that's like a real sort of experiment. Back-to-back, like which one felt better when you have them back-to-back, the hole-out eagle or the ace? Or I don't know, if it was the same round. I don't know if it was back-to-back. So, All right, that does it this Friday episode. You have any parting thoughts? Uh, Sabo, just really excited! Excited to watch Sabo attempt to, you know, make history as the great go down as the great. Is he already the greatest Slovakian golfer of all time? Yeah, he has to be. I hope we're not disrespecting some guy from like the early 1900s who was like a legend, but I, I'm pretty sure that he is. Um, all right, everyone, enjoy your weekends. Enjoy the Olympics. We'll be back uh, Sunday night with. Uh, episode to recap it all.